Serenity was homeless for the first two years of her life. Mm-hmm. The ruler. <laughs> her mom, Valerie, was 23 when she got pregnant. Valerie spent her first year of homelessness alone before Serenity was born. So we, um, it's not just the two of us, there's a, a silent third party in this conversation. Um, and that's uh, your daughter, right? How old is she? She just turned four. Four? I met Valerie and Serenity at the Primo Center's yearly back to school cookout. Okay, the number is. Valerie and Serenity are former residents. They've had a home for two years. But this location on Chicago's south side was where the two stayed back when they didn't. I'm Jesse Batend, and this is Whole New Worlds, brought to you by Primo Center. Now that Valerie and Serenity are housed, they still come back to take part in events at Primo Center. Case in point, the back-to-school barbecue where we met in August of 2019. Oh, this is really good right now. Is it? Yeah. Valerie has a tight black Chicago White Sox t-shirt, jeans, and manicured nails. Serenity, full of giddy energy, is wearing a pink dress and a shiny plastic tiara. She's also toting a bag full of colorful new school supplies. Hoping Serenity's new collection of pencils, erasers, and other relatively noiseless toys will buy us enough time for an interview, we head inside to talk. Is this, can we go in here? Yeah. Okay. So, how, how old are you, Dimon? I'm 27. 27, okay. When Valerie's family found out that she was pregnant, they didn't take the news well. I got pregnant, they kicked me out. So it's like, I'm pregnant, kicked out, homeless, don't got nowhere to go, I'm house to house. Right away, Valerie felt pressure to improve her situation quickly. A ticking clock, counting down towards the day that Serenity would arrive. You know, there's, there was a lot of feeling of hopelessness. How am I going to do this financially, especially with a child? The experience is, like, overwhelming, you know. Through it all, it was just like... You have to keep that spark within yourself alive and just think positive. You have to think there's going to be the bright side at the end of this. I'm going through this now, but if I continue to travel on this bumpy road that I'm going on, you know, it will smooth out. You know, I just got to keep on pushing through and, and fighting to get to where I want to get, you know. Still, no matter how tough you are, how much you stare down the barrel of life, all things take a toll. I lost a ton of weight, you know. I know when I left, I was like 180, and then I dropped down to like 125. And, um, and, uh, you know, house to house, places where I didn't want to go to even before I got pregnant with her. What made it harder for me was that I didn't have no family to go to. Like, I have family, but closed doors, you know? So it's like, where where else am I supposed to turn to? How else 
am I supposed to, you know, get that boost I needed to be able to, um, to accomplish something. When Valerie gave birth to Serenity, she was living in a rented storage locker in Chicago, surrounded by everything that she still owned. Hold on, what was that phrase? You can't have a rainbow without a storm. <laughs> and I pushed through that storm and I'm, my rainbow is, you know, it's coming out. <laughs> I could describe it like that, you know. Yeah. I, it was a storm for sure. At this point in our interview, almost as if she sensed her part in the story was coming up, Serenity cut in. This is coming from a place of like a certain insensitivity, or like... Mom. Yes. Oh, that's adorable. Thank you. <laughs> to offer her mom some chapstick. <laughs> okay, we're having a, li- uh, a lip gloss uh, chapstick. Thank you, baby. Pause. What about me? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the part in the story where Serenity comes along. And her appearance made her mother's situation even more difficult. One of the many things about children, of course, is they have a unique ability to interrupt whatever you're doing and assert themselves as the main priority in all aspects of life, including the rest of this interview. I didn't have family support, so I went through all the things I, I've went through. Pencils. So excited about pencils, huh? <laughs> yes, just like all your other pencils. <laughs> like other younger residents at the Primo Center that I talked to, Valerie was hesitant to open up to people about her experience. When it comes to like family, what which I hardly talk to anyways, but um, you know, I don't really have friends like that that are like, hey, yeah, I was homeless <laughs> mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, but um you know, if I were to have a significant other and stuff like that, you know, maybe I I'll be more open about it, you know. When Valerie spoke, what little she did about her dreams for the future, it was usually whispered to her sleeping newborn. Valerie and Serenity first came to the Primo Center in 2015. Serenity was only a few months old, and Valerie didn't know if she could trust the people there. Um, you know, skeptical at first, like, what am I, you know, gonna expect or what to prepare myself. I'm gonna be staying with a whole bunch of other people that I don't know. Serenity, please, let me finish this real quick. The staff at the Primo Center quickly realized that Valerie and Serenity were exactly the kind of people they could help. For Valerie, it would take some time to develop trust. Eventually though, the Primo Center started to represent something larger than just a place to sleep. I felt like they actually cared. They actually cared about helping, you know, people in my situation being homeless and stuff. And they want to help their clients, you know, to do better for themselves overall, you know, not just finding housing, you know, their mental state or um, other issues a person may have, you know. And as based off I know, this is the only shelter that provides that. Particularly helpful, Valerie says, was access to therapeutic services. Well, the therapy sessions that they do provide um, helps. I'm still using those services as well as the psychiatrist. Even though she's no longer homeless, Valerie still receives counseling through Primo. 
It's been two years since she and Serenity have had a place of their own, but they still come back. It's good to get out of the house and be able to celebrate something with the people that helped you get to where I'm at right now. Yeah. Where Valerie is at right now just happens to be far enough away from her homelessness to casually drop phrases like, it's good to get out the house. All right, for the last ticket. It's a folder. Yeah, for my paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Serenity's at right now is she's about to enter preschool. She's going to preschool now, and then she'll start kindergarten next year. Is that, like, is scary as a parent? To she's growing fast. <laughs> she just turned four, so it's like, she's not a baby no more. She's, she's a big girl, but she'll always still be my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Always be my baby. All of the homeless young men and women I talked to told me that they keep their homelessness a secret. We've heard it over and over again. Valerie herself holds that part of her life close to her chest. As Serenity gets older, she's beginning to ask more questions, some with complicated answers. It strikes me that, um, I think it's interesting that there will probably be a day when your daughter won't even remember this time in her life. Like, mm -hmm. she may not ever know what you had to do as her mother in the earliest years of her life. And I wonder if you think about that ever. No, actually, to be honest, I haven't. Oh. <gasps> yeah. So I haven't really, um, yeah, it's just like mine. And you got a glitter one too, yes. Um, I haven't really thought about that. Um, the pictures hold it all though. When it comes to her daughter, Valerie is clear that the time they spent at the Primo Center isn't something she's gonna hide from Serenity. Just thinking about it, I know you know, going through pictures when she gets older and stuff like that, and I'll have, I'll have to tell her. Can't be like, oh, I don't know who those people are, and I don't know where that place is, you know? It was like, that was the shelter we used to stay at, and they helped us get to where we're going, you know? So, she'll, you know, if when she knows when she's older, she'll be grateful for all, what I've you know, sacrificed and struggled to, to get to where we're going. It's kind of amazing, but it's also kind of, like, you get this reset switch in some ways, but also it must feel a little lonely. Yeah, at times it's, you know, um... Like I said, I don't, I don't have friends. I don't party. I never been to a club, none of that. So it's like, I've always been a homebody. I stayed to myself and, you know, never since I had my daughter, it was just like, oh, bless you. Mm -hmm. Everything's on her, you know, it's like, 
I put myself last too, you know. Even even now, who I need clothes, but who gets the clothes? My baby gets her clothes, <laughs> you know. So it's like I'll sacrifice anything for her to make sure she doesn't have to do, go what I've been through. Whether Serenity remembers them or not, the people at this cookout are her family. And when the time comes, Valerie will be there, ready to tell her the story again and again. is brought to you by Primo Center, dedicated to ending the cycle of generational family homelessness. If you want to contribute, it's easier than ever. Text New Worlds, all one word, to 44321. Or visit primocenter.org for more information. The show is hosted and produced by Ron Brown and Jesse Patan. Special thanks to Primo CEO Christine Aker, Shelly Cooper, Eric Harmon, and everyone from the center who spoke with us. Special thanks also to Charlie Meyerson, Sheila Solomon, Janine Harston, Terry Lydon, and Cindy Pulaskis of Rivet. Special thanks also to Moby for letting us use his music throughout the series, including our theme song, Porcelain, and Southside as our closing credits. Once again, you can make a donation to Primo Center by texting New Worlds, all one word, to 44321, or head to primocenter.org. I'm Ron Brown. I'm Jesse Batend. Thanks for listening. So can you tell me about your teddy bear? I remember my Whenever a new family comes to Primo Center, the children get to pick out a stuffed animal. And I like to play babies with it and cuddle with it. And you like to what? Cuddle with it. Cuddle with it? Yeah. It's so soft. It's so soft? Yeah. Okay, what color is it? White. Okay. It's called the Lovey's Program. And it's just one of the ways that you touch the lives of homeless children with your donation to Primo Center. All righty. That's all I just had to make sure that you like it. I love it. <laughs> okay, good. Text New Worlds to 44321. For more information, visit primocenter.org. <laughs>